Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Summer is coming, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard that right. Your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sand. And during summer, you want to kill some cold beers and barbecues, not kill the vibe with pubes peeking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0 to keep the party in your pants looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Dive headfirst into summer by joining the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for hot guy summer by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT. I was afraid that I would break my grandma's fancy champagne glasses, so I'm drinking out of my other grandma's glasses that I used to have in college. I mean, what's she going to do? She's dead. I know she is. (laughs) Pour one out for her. Oh, God. All right. We're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, dudes, pussy. Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris Moore. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's the Frat Chat Podcast. Let's go, Mr. Bay. Hey, yo. Oh, man, I'm, I'm in my, my mom's house. Oh, that's where ah. she keeps me. What are you up yeah. to? Where are you? Uh, I'm currently in my living room. But wait, <laughs> if I look over, there's a bus coming. Ah! <laughs> I was going to say, some of your artwork seems new. Or maybe you're sitting on a different end of the couch. Uh, yes, that's pretty much it. <laughs> 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 we have uh, three pieces of art, and you're currently looking at two of them. So <laughs> oh, wow. I sit here to look fancy. The rest of my apartment is just folding chairs. <laughs> so fancy. I'm going to start drinking with my pinky up. Yeah. Oh, well. That is not your pinky. That is your <laughs> index finger. Yes, I realized that after I did it. Thank you. I'm ready. Yes, yes. Uh, the pinky the is the, on the, rope. Uh, the one in the booty. You know, one in the one in the booty and one. Let's be honest. I want them all in my booty. Yeah, all in the booty. Because I mean, with straights, you do two in the pink, one in the stink. What are what are you? What do gay guys do? Just, all, just all go. The, the three. Th- <laughs> Whole fist. <laughs> one in the stick. <laughs> <laughs> we laugh at you. <laughs> what is that gonna do? Um, what's new with you? What's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, sitting here, living the dream, getting ready for another edition of the greatest comedy show of all time, you guys, because we just don't stop rocking ever, ever, ever. And we already have an epic lineup confirmed for our May 27th at 7 p.m. show at Broadway Comedy Club. 
We got Pedro Gonzalez headlining this bitch who you've seen on Colbert. We got Bronwyn Isaac. We got Stewieville. We got Rod Pernamato hosting this bitch. We got Mr. Mo. We got me. It's pretty fucking stacked, you guys. So get those tickets now. Tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show or go to the Broadway Comedy Club website and use promo code FRATCHAT to save 15% at tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. Do it. Do it. Do it. Before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finish the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with their program kept the weights off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash Believe. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Believe. B-L-E-A-V. You know, I went to this gay bar one time and this this guy comes in and they were like, oh, hey, what's going on, Joey? The, the usual. And Joey's like, yeah. And they poured a beer in a dog dish and then Joey got on the floor and laughed it up. Oh, dude, I hear people are into doing that shit, man. Like... Uh, these dudes, I was listening to this cult called, uh, the child, the children of thunder or something like that. It's, and it's loosely called the cult because there was only three members in it and two of them were brothers, but the older brother was the cult leader and the younger brother just wanted to be like his older brother, but he's a fucking weirdo who ate all his meals out of a dog bowl and just like, he'd be out with, or he'd be at like family dinners and then they would just like serve his food on the goddamn floor and he's like it's like ah dude what are you doing that is fucking what a weirdo like live the life you want you guys unless you're fucking doing that you're not a dog what if you're what if you're at a restaurant and they're like hey just so you know like i identify with the pronouns woof woof and (laughs) um if you could prepare my dish in a dog dish and serve it on the floor next to my family at the table. That'd be nice. You know, there's always someone that pushes the envelope too much. To be know? honest, I don't think that'd be the weirdest thing that's been requested at an Applebee's on a Friday night. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just saying. It's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> that's the uh, the old Wolf Wolf special coming right up. <laughs> um, it's a secret menu item. <laughs> And was, this might sound crazy, but I got in the pool yesterday because my parents got the pool ready and it's way too cold. But we were like, why <laughs> Yo, What the fuck? It's like 40 degrees out for yeah, some reason. So we, we got in. <laughs> Ilse Mario threw me in there. And I was like, I just oh. want to go on top of the float and I don't want to get touch the water. And I was enjoying it for the first, you know, like two seconds. 
and Osmaria threw me in the fucking water like a jackass. I mean, to be fair, that is pretty funny, and I feel like that's something that uh, you probably would have done to him if given the chance. No, so, I would never violate someone's trust like that. No, yeah, no. It's like you, totally you're saying it with a face. Him. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> so, I, told him uh, to, I said you violated my trust. But, <laughs> I mean, I get it. I he mean, do it. Let's just call this yeah. speed. Yeah. What can you do? And now it's on. Now it's now you got to top it, and you got to like. Put you know, put a bag over his head and then throw him in the pool <laughs> and just just watch him struggle. A bag <laughs> over his head. A black bag too, so he can't see. I'm gonna tie a cinder block to his feet <laughs> and throw the keys to the handcuffs <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> Let him struggle for a little bit, you know. I'll say, I'll say, Mom, get the camcorder. We're playing a game. <laughs> It's called family. sink or swim, and they never swim. They never swim. They never do. No, no once. You know, I've done worse. How about you? Uh, you know, I think we're going to talk about some epic fails today, aren't we? I, I think so. And uh, the thing is, we've spent the last four seasons here at the Franchise Podcast roasting other people for the biggest fails in their lives, and sometimes ourselves. You know, but what happens when you really shine the spotlight on us? When you really think back and you dig back and, and you think of the funniest, the yuckiest, and the biggest fails in our lives. That's what we're here to talk about today, you guys. We're here to open up old wounds or old buttholes, if you will. I don't know. I don't know what CMOs you'll talk about. <laughs> mine's, mine's perky well, and young and fresh. Yeah. Thank you, Botox. Uh, does mm-hmm. wonders and and so yes we're here to talk about our biggest fails in life you guys because we like you by now you know and we like you the good people of india which now over 29 percent of our listenership up from 28 so little by little you guys are taking over so we love you guys oh can i tell you something about in- india go on oh my gosh the frat chat podcast presents simo probably says something offensive brought to you by his dirty thoughts this guy was talking about, wait, I had an Uber driver and he was from India. And he okay. said, I said, how is COVID? And he said, he just got back from India. I said, oh, okay. Are you from there? He said, yeah. I said, okay, how's COVID over there? He said, no, wears masks. He's like, America, everyone's idiots because half the people won't get shots. And if everyone got a shot, it'd be a lot better place. He's like, in India, everyone's got shots and uh, there's no COVID. He said, no one wears masks unless you're in Delhi. And I said, oh, because they're preparing food. Oh, no. He said, what? I said, because, no. they're, because they're making like sandwiches, like a, like a bodega. No. And he said, what are you talking about? I said, what are you talking about? What are you Delhi no. over there? He said, it's the capital. I said, what are you Yeah, you about? fucking idiot. <laughs> Delhi, did you know that? Yes, the capital. D E L H I. Delhi is pronounced Delhi. Yeah. That's how oh, it's spelled. I thought you said Delhi. Oh my god! Whatever. Yes. And now you get. Now, do you see why people look at Americans uh, the way they do? You guys. And then he like kind of like pissed at me because I said I said I heard that they like monkeys still like take stuff from you. India and he was like, "Okay, Wait, so all what's, you know what's about- that to me? Our, our Indian listenership is plummeting. What's, what's that? No, he's <laughs> <The> saying- <laughs> he 
<laughs> I heard that that monkeys are trained to like take things from tourists, like especially American tourists, and then they have to pay the monkeys to get the stuff back or you pay, pay them ransom. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. So I was. I asked him. And he was and a he was monkey like, with a gun, <laughs> holding a picture of your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> So he was like, so when you hear India, all you all you think of is monkeys? I said, no, I think. Monkeys and sandwiches. I, I think food, really. Not sandwiches, but I, but I like Indian food. So anyway, oh. I am a horrible person. And wow. it will be even worse this episode. Wow. I'm ready the the fact that this was not even on the list, this is just something that happened to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, shows what like we're in store days for ago. you guys. <laughs> I will say, uh, there are some pretty crazy monkeys out there. But I don't know if they're trained by people. I think they're just gangs of monkeys that go and fuck shit up. And the people have to, uh, you know, sometimes fight them off. Because I did see a monkey try to, like, drag this kid through the street once in a TikTok video. And then these dudes come out of their house with a stick, like, fuck you, monkey. And then the monkey ran away. So, it does can, happen. Can monkeys swim? Yeah, they can. Some monkeys can. I don't know that all monkeys can. Uh, but some can. I've seen some videos of some little fun little, little monkeys. Monkeys are kind of like people. What was that? Monkeys are kind of like people. So I feel like if people, if people can like swim and like float, then I think monkeys should be able to too. I don't know. Yeah, but but some of them have different dimensions, which is why I don't know. Like some of them are really top heavy. You know what I mean? So it's like, can they use their legs to help them? They got like the orangutan titties. Yeah, yeah, my grandma had some know. friends at church that had orangutan titties too. Irma, Henrietta, Grace—they all had huge low hangers. Oh lord! <laughs> would they would they uh, rest? Would they rest on your head when they stood behind you? <laughs> no, they would just spin around in a circle and they would like levitate <laughs> like a helicopter. Uh, that's so funny. When I was making oh, today's list, I kind of felt like I was preparing for another apology episode. And I was like, I don't know, me too. I feel like me. after this episode, there's definitely going to have to be an apology episode. We might have to save it. Uh, we, we usually do them at the end of the year, you guys. But uh, I don't know. I feel, I feel like this list uh, will definitely put us there. And uh, if anything, uh, I think you should apologize to the good people of India <laughs> already. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Delhi, very on brand for you though. If any, if it would have happened to anybody else, it just I don't know. But it's very on brand. Anyways, it's time to get started. Now that Simo has started us warm, it's time to get started on the Frat Shop Podcast list of biggest fails, you guys. So, Mister Mo, take us down this skeezy road of failure. Okay, so um, as a young child. I think the world probably knew at a very young age that I was bound to be a horrible person because um, I thought you were gonna say gay, actually, uh, but, or know, that go. too. <laughs> well, you know, most gays are pretty <laughs> shitty. No, I think that um, <laughs> no pun intended, but I'm ching. so. Uh, oh, you! Oh, I see what you did there. I see what he shits the sheets, you guys, with the yeah. butt sucks. Timmy, proof sound effects. Hit it. <laughs> 
All right, he just <laughs> he sits there, but I just tried. No, we said hit it, Timmy. Don't don't strum your butthole. We meant like a sound effect. Yeah, bro. like a sound effect. He just does a. He really has not been good the last few weeks. We're gonna have to like just like everyone who falls asleep tonight. Uh, we're gonna have to just drag him out and change the locks or something. Have you ever been like? Have you ever farted yourself awake? Oh yeah, all the time. Oh my the god. The worst is when Julie farts me awake. And that Ew. is terrible. I'm sleeping there, all of a sudden, she, all of a sudden I feel like that. You know, like the other day when uh, it, there was like a like a big lightning effect or something in the city, and a bunch of people woke up at like four in the morning with like, "What is happening?" And it was like everything was rumbling. That is me every night. I, I slept completely through that because I was just like, oh, you know, just the usual Julie o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The pictures start falling off. I reinforce everything now, just in case. All right, it's great. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. Or, or the worst is when you like fart and you have your, you know, you're slightly under the covers, and then the smell is terrible, and you're like, oh my god. When your own is too bad for yourself, that's usually bad. <laughs> you know what? The other night at the show, it was so hot, and my fake lashes were melting. The glue, I mean, and I thought to myself, wow, the lights are really bright, but it was probably just Julie's fart. <laughs> yeah, we came to support. Probably the gas <laughs> blaster 2000 farting with a little anal salute. <laughs> That's why people had to leave before the headliner. You know, they just couldn't yeah. hold it anymore. <laughs> she, 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 she came down eating Taco Bell's new bean burrito, you guys, and it was, <laughs> let me tell you, they were we really like, shouldn't have opened so many. I have Brooklyn. to get out of here. My liver is literally screaming. I'm afraid it's going to affect the show. Um, okay, so, so here's my first one. Here is okay. a big fail of mine. This was really, this is actually kind of sad because. Uh, back in the day, Nickelodeon really promoted slime. And yeah. my sister and I had uh, begged our parents for some sort of like slime. And we were like, it was like gack or something. We <laughs> Your dad's like, I gave your mom some slime last night. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, put it in the jar. Let me play with it. So, uh, so we were playing with it. And my grandma said very explicitly, do not get it on my Persian rug. And guess what we did? We we got it on the Persian rug. Naturally. And um, I was like, oh, shit. We were like, Grandpa's a drunk, and he's going to be really upset with us. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we were so scared. So I told my sister, I was like, she's crying. I'm younger than, I'm four years younger. I was oh like four God. or five at the time. Like, Melissa, oh just said a dog did it. Because we oh brought gosh. our little shit You're a criminal. <laughs> and we said, they said, what is this? And I said, oh, Gizmo. Gizmo did it before my sister could fess up to it. And they beat oh the shit God. out of Gizmo. Oh, oh no, my God. Gizmo. They made, us, they made us watch. My grandpa made us watch. <laughs> I this felt is what so happens. bad. And they had a Gizmo hanging upside down. <laughs> uh, beating him with a stick. This is what happens to people who spill in this house. <laughs> Your grandpa was sick, man. <laughs> now I'm questioning if it was my slime or if maybe my dad really was slinging yogurt. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> so um, the dog got beaten of the lifetime, and I swear to God, the dog stared at me the entire time. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, if the dog can like, really knew. think about things. Oh, but I treated oh, that yeah. dog like a princess for the rest of its life. Like, I 
I took it out. I walked it. I brushed it. I did everything. It came first in my life because that dog. <laughs> How do you sleep day. at night, you monster? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And your sister, for being part of this and not fasting up when she had the chance, she could have stopped this at any time, but she did it. So she's, you know, I she's complicit a, in this shit. I learned a really valuable Guess what's going to haunt your ass. <laughs> if you don't fess up to your shit, someone's going to fall for it. And yeah. there's no kind of guilt than knowing that someone's in trouble for your own dumb shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh. That's perfectly okay. true. And that's actually a, a great segue uh, to my story. Okay. Uh, which which is uh, also about age five. And uh, I like to call it Carlos Ruins a Birthday Party. And it was the first one I ever ruined. To yeah, my it was mine. And I'm still... <laughs> it's fine. But, but for this story, I'll take you back to your little teeny tiny Carlos Garcia maybe four or five and my brother was invited to go to this birthday party for one of his friends and i'm pretty sure i like just idolized my brother during this time period because i begged to go like i like wanted to go so bad but of course he was like no fuck no i'm not gonna bring my little brother to this but then my dad of course gave him the if he doesn't come then you can't go so I like was forced to tag along on him. If I don't come, nobody comes. <laughs> no one comes in this house. My mom's like, listen to him. <laughs> so anyways, while I'm there, you know, my brother obviously doesn't want to hang out with me. So I'm trying to do my best to just stay out of the way and do my own thing. And uh, I couldn't swim that well at the time. This was before oh. I started swimming. So I went to a baby pool to play. Before you were a swimming star. Yeah. Well, I don't know about a star. More like, uh, you know, like the guy in the ship that, like, cleans the poop. You know? I was, I was, <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was a pool boy that was squeezing <laughs> to his feet all. <laughs> definitely, definitely not the star. So I'm in this baby pool just, like, playing around. And to be honest, my memory is a little foggy, obviously, because I was fucking five years old. Uh, but all I remember is that I'm sitting in this baby pool in my little Speedo, and I went to fart. However, you know, you expect a couple little bubbles to come out, but instead of that, what came out, man, was just like a five-year-old steaming pile of diarrhea that just came out of me. Like, they was just like, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, and honestly, it felt great coming out, but there was shit everywhere. And like, the pool was loaded with shit. Like, I had never seen that much shit. And, like, like as I'm shitting, there's people, like, in the area who are like, oh, my God, you know? And so it becomes this whole thing. And then the worst part of it is that it was my brother then who then has to uh, help me clean the Speedo. So she's sit- he's sitting there in the bathroom with my shit riddled Speedos <laughs> in the sink. Like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Wait, so how does one clean? So let me get this straight. So you had to peel like, off I these a lot. <laughs> nasty, shitty swim trunks. Yep. And, and then in doing so, you probably smear shit all up and down your legs. Uh, You're probably in probably. the bathtub, just, like just spraying yourself down. Was, and then your brother room, has, got, <laughs> has got a bar of soap, your shitty undies, and probably yep. like, a stranger's toothbrush is going to town. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, luckily it was like a nice locker room because it was like a public pool area. But God, 
who knows who had to clean the shit out of the pool, though. You know what really sucks? Using an old beard trimmer on your boys down there and nicking them straight to hell. And then having to jump into the freshly chlorinated pool at the summer party. Ooh, the pain, Mr. Moe. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to repair that summer bod. Inside this package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. Their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on and off switch that can engage a travel lock, and it gives you the ability to turn the 4,000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. Did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? From the shower to the lake, from your chest scruff all the way down to your ball throw, the Lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer around. Once your downstairs weeds are taken care of, look after the rest with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Before heading outside, use Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant to stay cool in the heat. With a soothing aloe vera formula, it's the best in the business for below-the-waist freshness. This clear drying formula will keep you in tip-top shape at even the hottest barbecue. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to the Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag that will bring your comfort to another level. And want to take your grooming game even further? Then take a look at Manscaped Shears 2.0, a package that has everything you need to look pristine nail cutters, tweezers, and grooming scissors. With the performance package, your balls will be ready to impress, but make sure you cover the rest with Shears 2.0 and you'll be ready to perform from head to toe. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. This is the summer to turn your package into the full package with Manscaped. Did you go back to the party? I don't remember going back. I'm pretty sure my parents came to pick me up uh, shortly after that, and I never asked to tag along to anything with him again. Uh, <laughs> but God, there was, it was just so much shit. I do wonder, like, who did they get to clean that app? Like, it's, it's like, hey, Jose, it's your first day, man. Sorry, dude. Uh, clean so up. That was a lot of shit. Aisle four. That was, so that was a lot of shit. I wonder if you went back out and they're like. Run for cover. The it's you. He's back. Is coming back. They had a picture of me uh, from back then. And then they, uh, what is it? Age uh, did, uh, mastered it with digital technology. It's like, this is what this guy will look like in his 30s. <laughs> in case he ever yeah. returns. Oh, my God. Gaika, <laughs> Gaika. It's a Godzilla. <laughs> uh-huh. That's can, horrible. Can I borrow the bathroom? No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Oh, gross. And by the way, that's a perfect story to start with for me because it was the number two story on the show. I just yes. <laughs> I love a good number two joke. You know, I um uh I you know how like they have like adult swim. Yeah. I wonder if they're like, listen, we've been through a lot in our lives and we raise kids. We just need an hour to have an adult swim without poop. <laughs> Is that why they have yeah. Adult Swim, you think? Uh, probably. And the kids are dicks, dude. I used to lifeguard a pool, and you'd see these fuckers like jumping around and doing all these weird kid shit. It's like, man, I'm just trying to fucking swim. So yeah, I get I, it. I do get it. Uh, yeah, totally get it. And I mean, when, I, when you're a kid, too, you just want to play. So I get it from both sides. You're at the pool. 
your friends. Well, you know, I don't know. When I was a kid, I wasn't able to pass up a dare. Were you that kid as well? Ah, uh, sometimes I was a I was a weird kid for a while. Really, <laughs> I did some things. And by weird, do you mean foreign? Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I I I was I was weird, but more like gay. And I was like, hey guys, show me your muscles. Don't really show me your muscles. Can I touch them? Can I lick them? La, 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 la. Oh, Just so I um <laughs> shirts versus skins. It's never both skins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not confusing. Um, <laughs> Yep, that sounds about right. So um, uh, I just couldn't pass up a dare, and I didn't want to look like a douche ever. And I, I mean, I just didn't, didn't want to look like a loser. So I, if someone was like, "Hey, Simo, I dare you to, you know, do something stupid in the lunchroom," yeah, totally, I would totally do that. I'm not a loser, right? Yes. Right. So we had this teacher in second grade named Miss Milborn. Okay. I think she's dead. Ooh. Oh, God. And I don't After think this was, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think this was me, but it might have been. So she um always fell asleep. She's older, always fell asleep at her desk. So one time I was dared to tie her shoelaces together. Oh, and no, so dude, I no. like like covert ops got on the floor. I like crawled over, like armor crawled over no. to no. her desk. I tied her shoelaces together. And then I went over to where the dictionary was and I slammed oh, it shut God. and she jumped up awake and tried to get up and she fell off the chair and broke her hip. Oh my oh, God. Oh no, dude. And how old was this woman? Oh gosh. Like in her, like probably late sixties, early seventies. No, so then, dude. She was like an old lady. I know. I know. But you know, though, if you're that old, you oh. fall asleep at your desk, like retire. That's oh. how I justify it in my mind. <laughs> That so, old fall asleep at your desk. Let's break her fucking hip. I'll teach her to fall asleep, bitch. So, I I oh got in a God. lot of trouble for it, but because she yeah. always fell asleep at her desk, it wasn't that big of a deal. Because they were they were like, "Why is she always sleeping?" I'm like, I don't know. That's a good question for her. So anyway, she was out for weeks for like re. She had to get surgery and she had like rehab. Oh, and so then God. we had this yeah. these like other like teachers on rotation. But um, I definitely definitely had a reputation for breaking hips, apparently. But I was only like, oh, I was only like eight my. years old. God, that sorry, Miss Milborn, if you can hear notice me. The, uh, notice you guys this pattern of Simo uh, just uh, developed to him being a monster. You guys, we start I out here where he gets this dog, poor Gizmo, beaten for his lies, and then. <clears throat> He starts to escalate his crimes. So now breaking old ladies' hips in just a matter of four years. What is going to happen? This next story, this is getting worse. This is worse than Ted Bundy, man. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh-huh. I, I was like, Ms. Milborn, what is this? A C minus? Are you sure about that? It's a C minus? It's a C minus. Like, oh, anything for you, Sonny? And she changes it to an A plus. Just don't beat me anymore. Uh-huh. Oh, poor yeah. lady. Poor lady. Her and Gizmo are going to be waiting for you. <laughs> you How were you at the age of eight? Were you any better? I Honestly, much better than that, yeah. But I was still a little <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Jesus. So for me, I'm going to also fast forward to uh, about second grade. When I was about seven or eight, 
ish, my friend, at my school in Venezuela. And noticed maybe I was a little fucker, but not like a potential serial killer in the making here, like Simo. <laughs> but anyways, my school in Venezuela was big on like music and arts. So every few weeks, there was like always some kind of music act or play that would be taken to see uh, during the school day. And this particular day, we went to see the school orchestra perform this big act. And it was like their big performance. So the auditorium was packed with kids from all kinds of grades. And basically, it was like, when I say orchestra, it was like a full fucking orchestra. Like, all kinds of instruments. Half of them, I don't know what the fuck they are. But they had them. And, uh, you know, I, of course, sat with my buddy. And... We were already like dicking around, you know, before. You know how kids are in second Ooh, grade. Like, I love being <laughs> dicked around. <laughs> Call those Tuesdays at Simos. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we start making fun of literally just everybody in the orchestra. Nothing super mean, but you know how second graders are. It's like, oh, check it out. His flute looks like a wiener. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this shit is stupid, but it's hilarious. And my friend knew he was popping me, so he just kept going. But by the time the kids started playing their instruments, like I could barely keep it together, but I just knew I had to be quiet, you know, because it was like, like legit, at least a third of the entire school was there. And not to mention that my second grade teacher was a total bitch, so I did not want to deal with her after. Like she was a fucking C word and a half, mm-hmm. you guys. Uh, what so- C word? What is it? <laughs> Uh, communist. <laughs> okay. Get her. I thought you were going to say Cuban. <laughs> we don't say that word here at the Pratchett Podcast. No way. Uh, just kidding. So, um, you know, I don't want to deal with this bitch. And, of course, when you can't laugh, it just makes the urge to laugh even worse. So, eventually, I could just not take it anymore. Uh, this student, this, this kid play this horn instrument that sounded really really deep and then my friend looked over and whispered "Ah, i think that was a fart and i just could not take it any longer and i let out this cackle like the loudest cackle that i have ever released from my vocal cords it was like a (laughs) (laughs) and it was so loud that everyone stopped playing and literally everyone in the audience turned over to look at me. And this fucking auditorium fit maybe like two, three hundred kids. Like my school in Venezuela had every grade in it from kindergarten all the way through high school. So it was a big fucking auditorium. And literally everybody's looking at me. And it was so bad. You know what I mean? Because I got the biggest ass shoot of my life after that. Yeah, I totally uh-huh. deserve it Parents from the teacher. teacher My parents after were relatively cool about it because they knew that that teacher was a bitch. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. by then, at least I had some leeway with that. They were like, no, fuck that woman. (laughs) But it was bad. It was really bad. And I mean, if fart jokes are still funny to me in my 30s, like imagine how second grade Carlos fun around. I couldn't (laughs) resist that shit. So I probably ruined some kids like big moment. You know, his family was like watching. Look, it's about to be his big triangle hit. But God, I just felt such a dick. And I still think about that from time to time. Could I have held out for maybe like five more minutes? I don't think so. I really don't. I don't think I if I if I lived it again, I probably would laugh again and ruin it again. But I'm sorry. I thought you were gonna say <laughs> that it was actually one of your farts. 
Uh, yeah, I probably. And you laugh to overcompensate the the, uh, the <laughs> taking the blame for it. <laughs> but I probably wouldn't be able to, to time that right, so I'd just be like, "Ha!" <laughs> Everybody would know. <laughs> so then I'd be the guy who cackled and farted as a thing. So no, no, not cool, not cool. All right, what do you got next? What I have next? Let's see. I don't have anything until I, I jump into high school. Does that work for you? Sure, sure. That sounds good. Okay. So, um, ah, this is really bad. Okay, so I was in charge of getting the limo for my high school prom. Okay. And someone in our group got in trouble for a senior prank. <laughs> and it was told he can't go to prom. So, last minute... We had two vacancies in our limo. And so that meant that either we had to book someone else in it to cover those fees, or we all had to pay a little bit extra. And, so and literally, everyone, like, there's like probably like 17 kids, so it would have been like eight bucks more a person. <laughs> yeah. 16 bucks a couple. <laughs> we were like, oh my God, there's so much money. There's so much um, money. <laughs> because, you know, back when I was in high school, we could buy a Snickers for like a quarter. You yeah. know, so yeah. money went a long, long time, way. Yeah. Uh, this was years before Reaganomics hit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, remember D Day? Uh, Truman was a great president. <laughs> remember, remember when, when, remember when the the Japanese bombed us? I do. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, so um, uh, wait, they did bomb us though, right? That was in Hawaii. Yeah. It was Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Just, the fact that the fact like, that you have that. to ask that. Oh my god. Well, I want to make sure that, that I, I wasn't right. born in this country, you guys. He's asking me, and I like in his his Bible of American knowledge somehow here. Uh, what's <laughs> this? Is not mm-hmm. something about this picture is not right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so it was so close to prom, and everyone already had like partnered up with like their friends and had their arrangements. So I was like, shit, who doesn't have like plans? So uh, I was like, oh my god. Caitlin has no plans. I can ask Caitlin. She's annoying as hell, talks way too much, and she has a body odor issue. But oh. I but I know I could ask her. And so I asked her, she said, I don't have a date for prom. I said, Well, unfortunately, we're charging our friends per couple. So you have to pay for two people, whether or not you'll which is true. We did oh do that. Oh my god. So she paid Yeah, for but her they don't have dates, her, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but so she paid for her and a non-existent date, uh, which was fair because she was a little oversized and so was her dress. So she took up the space of two people. If I'm being real, there's a, a cramped limo <laughs> and she did, you know, there's no nice way to, to say it, but she has huge poofy dress and um, she, I, it's like you've been on a plane and someone's spewing over the seat next to you, and you're like, oh, you yeah. should just bought two seats. Well, yeah. she bought two seats. So in the limo, <laughs> she just kept talking and talking and talking. It was hot in there, and she, she smelled so bad, and she kept talking. Uh, and I just felt like, okay, I was in charge of the limo, so maybe it's my responsibility to do something. I really felt like I should take ownership and rectify it. could be situation. like, hey, driver, uh, you know, can we get some air back here, maybe? I could have, but she was like, "Oh my god, can we go? Can we go to Highs? Highs is this like convenience store? It's kind of like Seven Eleven. Do you remember Highs? Okay. No, in Maryland. 
highs. H-I-G-H apostrophe S. Highs. So we went to highs and she's like, I'm going to buy condoms because you never know. And we're like, okay, dirty whore, go ahead and buy condoms. Like, good luck. So anyway, she's in her prom dress and everyone's complaining that, like, Chris, she's so obnoxious. And I was like, okay, I'll fix this. I paid the limo driver $50 to leave her. Oh, I left this girl in her prom dress at a convenience store while the rest of us took a tour of Baltimore in the limo. Oh. And then when we when we arrived to the the aquarium is where our prom was. When we arrived to the Baltimore Aquarium, she'd actually already got there. She beat us there. And she I guess she called a taxi because we, we didn't have Ubers. Yeah, this is before Ubers. And, and like cell phones are probably not even that common for everybody. She had makeup all down her face and I was like, oh my God, Caitlin, I'm so sorry. I I thought I counted everyone and she's like, I waited and waited. I was like, yeah, I get it. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. We'll definitely make sure you get home safely. Um, but she was wrecked and I felt horrible, but I also just succumbed to the pressure of my friends being like, fix this! Why'd you invite this loser? You know what I mean? I was just, yeah, I, but you did it. You, you, I did it. You I did, did it. it. <laughs> I did it. Blame your friends. <laughs> Probably like, just like, how about you get her to shut up and get some deodorant? <laughs> I, you know what? She, she really made right guard oh, go left and speed six slow down. You know what I mean? Like she was ooh major stinky, but um, like. I actually ran into her after graduating and she was so snobby and mean to me. And I thought to myself, yeah. I, I deserve it. Girl, yeah. You could, you could slap me across the face and I would let you. Oh yeah. my gosh. I felt so bad. Plus you can't even feel it. So it'll be fine. <laughs> you can slap me in the face. Just don't hit me in the balls. <laughs> I can feel that. And that's why he chooses Manscaped, you guys. And use for yes. frat chat to save 20% and get free shipping all Manscaped products. Oh, yeah, that's another freebie, Manscaped. Yeah, yeah, that's good. See, that's good. So I did that. Good job. <laughs> I just turned Simo's horrible story about almost ruining, or really actually ruining, the most beautiful moment of any girl's life in high school. And I uh, just turned into something positive. Uh, wait for us to make some money. So. She's just sitting on the curb in her prom dress holding a pack uh. of condoms. And people are driving <laughs> by and they're like, damn, this girl is really going through it. But damn, she's taking up two seats on that there curb. And that's not fair. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's so I'm, shitty. I'm, I'm oh curious what God, kind of condoms she bought. You know what I mean? Like that. Did she get like magnums? <laughs> no Poor girl standing there crying with a, a box of magnum condoms. <laughs> they're probably like, oh, she probably thought they're balloons. Poor dumb fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's sad. I will say, uh, I was going to say, you know, it's weird to have her buy the condom, but um, I once hooked up with this girl and I didn't have a condom and she ended up having one. And I was like, very useful. <laughs> and it was like, I think it was her roommate's drawer, which made her seem less slutty. So it was nice. So, you know, because if she That's pulled it good. out of like her wallet and I'd be like, why do you have this? Is this, <laughs> do you use these often? <laughs> and I might question whether I want to be there, but when it's the roommate, it's like, okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So it was very useful. I did this guy a while back and he had a whole drawer of. Gotta go. Oh. <laughs> what yeah, what, what is fuck? this? Yeah, what the fuck? Is, is that his like post-BJ drawer? <laughs> Here Ugh. you go. 
tosses a toothbrush, a mouthwash, <laughs> or he's a fucking serial killer. Oh, that's still. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, for me, uh, I'm going to keep going to my life uh, to third grade-ish now, a year past my last story. So I'm about eight or nine here. And uh, I call this story uh, Carlos number two. The Dookie Strikes Again. The Empire Strikes Back. (laughs) No, it's just Dookie. (laughs) 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 And so I was at my dad's friend's store with him, and he was an optician. So my dad. Oh, that's what I am. Yeah. So he was like checking out some glasses, and we always would go there from time to time and shit. He'd get his prescription checked out, I guess, and then, you know, bullshit for a while. So. As I saw, you know, as I said, I was, as I said, I was about nine years old. But in Venezuela, McDonald's had just released the double Big Mac sandwich, you guys, which was glorious. Was Instead your mouth even patties, like big enough to chew that? Oh, it was, you guys. That's how things were, how they were for a chunky Carlos Garcia. Wow. It was four beef patties, and they briefly had that here a couple of years ago, and it was awesome. Uh, as well as like a super large Big Mac. But for some reason, they took it off the menu. I guess too many people were having heart attacks. But bring it back, McDonald's, because it was awesome. But anyways, I, I just have to have this thing. I saw the ad for it. My dad saw the ad for it. We were both looked at each other. And we were like, oh, it's on. So we went to McDonald's after school, and I crushed one of those bad boys just before I go to my dad's friend's store with him. And I was on cloud nine while eating the sandwich. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was like the best day ever. Until I got to the store. Now, while I'm sitting there watching my dad doing his bullshit with this guy, uh, my stomach began rumbling in a way I had never felt before. They called them the BGs, the bubble guts. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time BGs. And then started making these noises in a sound that I had never uh, felt either. So I knew it was a matter of time before it begun. Feel the city breaking when my guts are shaking and we're staying alive. Staying alive. So I like hobbled over to my dad and then I like tell him what, you know, what's going on. I like whispered to his ear. And he told his friend like, hey, can my son use the bathroom? And the guy like guides me over to the bathroom. He goes, you know, there's the toilet, TP, go crazy. See you later. And then he goes back to Bush with my dad. And as soon as I shut the door, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 I pull down my pants, dude. And I unleash hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> like in Scary Movie 2 when the priest is in there. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm a twice. laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. awful, dude. It was like something unleashed. It was like a hell unlike anything the world has ever seen. And much less of a fucking nine-year-old. Like, this thing, this double Big Mac, fuck me up. Now, once I finished, I wiped myself very thoroughly, I have to say. Uh, there was definitely quite a mess back there. And uh, you know, I thought my troubles were over. Until I flushed the toilet. Oh, and no. the fucking water began to rise. And I don't know what to do, dude. So I just like washed my hands real quick. And then I ran out of there acting like nothing had happened at all. <laughs> and so I'm like sitting there like, okay, dad, maybe we should go home now. La, la, la. <laughs> and my dad's not moving at all. They just keep talking and keep talking. I'm like, oh, my God. Like we need to fucking go 
now before someone sees this. And then finally, my dad says, all right, you know, I think we're going to head out. And I'm like, yes. But as soon as I like think that, my dad's friend's wife, who also worked with him, decides that she has to pee at this very second. And she goes into the bathroom. And that's when I heard the screams. The fucking. (laughs) (laughs) She wasn't just like, honey. She literally screamed. No, she was like, oh, my God. (laughs) The toilet had completely overflowed. And there was toilet water and shit <laughs> everywhere, dude. Like all over the floor and the TP. It was fucking oh terrible. God. And it was so embarrassing. And my dad was so uh-huh. mad. And he was like, how much fucking toilet paper did you use? <laughs> I'm like, I said I didn't use that much. I don't know what happened. <laughs> and you're like, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Hamburglar. <laughs> Still another precious family moment from me. <laughs> Have you seen that family friend since? Uh, actually, no, I haven't. I haven't seen yeah. it in years. You know why? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But dad never brought me back to that story again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but I'm very sorry, you guys. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they got the smile out after all these years. <laughs> That's so funny to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, good. Anyways, yeah, you're up. Okay, let's see. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay. So, this is going to sound so stupid. But let me walk you through why I thought the way I thought. Okay. Okay. In in Towson, I lived in Tower A in college, you know. And so, it was two of us. We shared a bathroom with this other room next to us had two people. So, it's four people per bathroom. So, and we were all friends. So, we would just prop our bathroom doors open and we would walk in and out of each other's rooms like it was nothing. Right. Well, my friend Steve. Is that a phone? That's a house phone. Yeah, my parents' house phone. Is that have my phone? Too. No, that's definitely your parents' house phone. Do you remember house phones? I don't even know where it's coming from. I don't even see it. <laughs> yeah, my dad has one too, dude. It's what weird. What it looked it's like. A- <laughs> it's there attached to the wall. Look for a cable. <laughs> I think they got it. Oh my god, it scared me so. I thought the house was on fire. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so so my friend Steve was a geology major. Geology. Okay. Yeah. And he would bring home all these cool fossils and these rocks, and you know I love rocks. Right. So oh, yeah. I was like, Big hard rocks. Yeah. So I was like, oh, wow, this is cool. So anyhow, I, um, we used to keep our schedules on the back of our doors. Right. That way we could, like, coordinate jack-off schedules, you know what I mean? Like when oh, yeah. Because <laughs> we were working on that master's in Bayesian. So, yeah, buddy. And he got two degrees. <laughs> yeah. And so I looked on the back of his door, and I saw, oh, he's taking two sociology classes. So I just linked sociology with rocks i just convinced myself that sociology was fossils and things so i was in the honors college i had to sign up for an honors class every year and so i signed up for honors intro to sociology and so on (sighs) the first day of class every we're talking about like this the what do they call it the syllabus right the syllabus syllabus. day 
So like we talked about like, okay, we have projects due and then so much reading assignments and like reports and things and yada yada. And I raised my hand and I said, oh, God. I've been collecting rocks since I was like five and my parents oh, live too far no. and I can have them bring the rock collection here. But let me tell you, it's like super extensive, which is true. I have like oh, an my amazing God, rock collection. <laughs> and they're like, okay, great. Oh, you know. my God. No, you didn't. So then we had to write, oh write a paper God. as to why we took the class. And my paper was ridiculous because I talked about how much I love crystals. And, oh you know, some God. people believe that they have to carry different energies. And you can tell a lot oh about the history of the world based off of, like, my well, brain is dying. sedimentary <laughs> rocks and, and fossils and, you know, whatever. So then <laughs> we had to email this paper. And the next day... Oh my god! The next class, the teacher, the teacher said, killed himself. She, <laughs> uh, she asked, "Have you bought the textbook yet?" I said, "No." And she's like, "I'm going to encourage you." She told, she excused me from entering the class. She said, "Go to the 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 uh, book library, library. not yes. the library. It's like the bookstore, like where you buy the textbooks." And I was like, "I'm not right. buying that. It's expensive." She said, "Go to the bookstore." Just thumb through the book a little bit and determine whether or not you want to stay in this class because I think you're confused. I said, okay. And I turned to the first page where it defines sociology and I was like, oh my God, you have to be fucking kidding me. Socio, like social, like people, come on, society. The study of SIBO. And geo makes sense because of earth and stuff like geology, uh, wow. geography. I oh my was known as like the idiot. I, I kept the class. I was like, yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a quitter. <laughs> it was the dumbest thing I think I've ever done. And you kept talking about rocks all semester. As you can oh see my God, so <laughs> Oh my God. I don't think I, I think I would have transferred schools at that point. I don't think I could have ever seen that, so that professor again. That's bad. That's really bad. <laughs> so bad. That, that teacher definitely went home and wrote his diary. Uh, dear diary, after 30 years in the teaching profession, I have finally given up. <laughs> I'm retiring the, tomorrow. <laughs> she went to the teacher's son and she's like, where's the stash of scotch? Where's the, where's the secret stash? <laughs> oh, God. That is something. Wow. That is something. All right. Yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyways. You're up. Uh, up next for me, I'm going to take things to Carlos's Halloween fail of 2K19. Yeah, not 2K19, 2K09. 2K19 was quite recent. <laughs> the 2K09. Okay, yeah. This is this is my college years, you guys. So, you know, this is fall 2009. When a college age Carlos Garcia was courting this young lady who would later become his college girlfriend, you guys. So, it ended up being a little bit of a success story here in the end. Her name uh, was George. George had a penis. <laughs> <laughs> they lived happily ever after. And the time frame here is Halloween, you guys. So, and as anyone in college can tell you, Halloween is like a time in college where you just go get drunk, uh, you put on slutty costumes, and you just go hook up. 
It's just yes. what you do. It's literally all you do. So naturally, after a night of partying, me and this young lady found ourselves together in my apartment, hanging out. If you know what I mean. With this wang out. <laughs> yeah, like I like that. What the hell? Is that Ace Ventura coming uh, out of the rhino? <laughs> no, that that's that's you spreading butt cheeks saying, I don't need silverware. I shan't need silverware. <laughs> I came for lunch, but I stayed for dinner. If you know oh, what I mean. Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so anyways, we're in my apartment and things start getting steamy. And as things start getting steamy, uh, she started heading downtown on me. If you know what I mean again. Downtown. <laughs> Everything's stinkier downtown. Yeah, Everything smells just like shit. <laughs> <laughs> After a night of Halloween in college, it probably did smell like a New York City dumpster fire back then, so I gotta give credit to any girl that uh, got with me those years. Is this dumpster juice? No, honey, it's just ball sweat. <laughs> it's just me. This is before the Manscaped uh, ball crapper uh, and protector. Thank you, Manscaped. Oh, my God. Uh, so, anyways, uh, this girl... Uh, is performing fellatio on me, to put it into scientific terms. And uh, things are going well. I'm not going to lie. It's fantastic. I'm very happy. Uh, fantastic Halloween so far. And uh, all of a sudden, as I'm getting some fun time to my happy friend down low, I hear this popping sound followed by, like, a shriek. Like, ah! And then I, when I look down, the girl's face... Look like when you open like a tomb, an ancient mummy, you know what I mean? Like, and the thing creaks over. Then you look at the fucking thing and it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it turns out she got lockjaw. The fucking, I guess she was taking care of me and opened her mouth too big. Uh, take that down, like ladies. that Picasso or like Van Gogh painting. Yeah, like, yeah, dude, ah. just like that. And, and her mouth got stuck like that, so she was like, she couldn't close it, and she couldn't tie her hair. Like, ah, and I got stuck and shit. And even just holding it like that to try to, to try to imitate it is fucking painful as shit. So I can't imagine what she was going through. Now, I took a second. So I'm not gonna lie, I feel a little proud of myself. You know what I mean? It's like, wow, like really for me, like sweet. <laughs> But almost immediately uh, after feeling a little proud, I jumped into action. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure out if I touch it, maybe like if I like touch there, maybe it'll just release or something. I don't fucking know. This has never happened to me. And I touch it and it hurts. And I'm like, okay, well, like we got to go to the hospital. What else are we going to do? And nope, we're still in our Halloween costumes. And I'm pretty sure I was like a like a slutty Satan. So my uh-huh. costume was just like wearing like red underwear and then painting my body head to toe and just going like half naked essentially and wearing devil horns uh, and like like black around the eyes and shit. Like I was very naked. And she was she, it was it was college slutty, but not like terrible. But like she looked ridiculous too. So we both fucking look ridiculous. And she's literally stuck like the goddamn crypt keeper. Like, ah! like it's not good. Now, this sobered me up instantly. So we get in my Jeep and I'm just driving to the hospital. And luckily, we never made it there because I hit a bump on the road. And literally, we went like we like popped a little. 
And then I heard a popping sound again. And then she went, ow. And oh my God, it went back. And luckily, you know, her jaw just like, and she, and it was fine. Like popped back into place and she was a little sore, but you know, she was good. Now, Unfortunately, that happened in the middle of me getting my sexy time favors, so I did not uh, get any relief that night, if you know what I mean. But I made sure to snuggle her extra hard because, you know, that fucking must have been 10 times scarier for her than it was for me. But can you imagine? Did you get some action the next day in the morning? No, because her job was still a little sore. So, uh, you know, I was like, then she took her breakfast. given up her boot poop hole. That's the rule. <laughs> When Osmar is like, suck my dick. And I'm like, my jaw hurts. He's like, you know the drill. I'm like, okay. And I bend over. <laughs> I'm like, I'm for the team. Yeah, I probably should have. But man, I, I felt bad. I felt like I have to caretake. Uh, you know, she was trying to take care of me. So I felt like I had to bring this puppy back to life. But uh, she should rename Lockheed Martin as uh, Lockjaw Martin. I'm here That's all week. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> uh, so, yes, yeah, so that was my fail on Halloween. 2K09, you guys. Well, What I you have, got? I have one more. Me too. And I've discussed this before on the, on the podcast, so it's not that exciting. I should have said this one earlier. But I'll try and go chronologically as like how old yeah, I was. Good. So my sophomore year in college, I was in a wheelchair. Remember? Yes. Oh, wait, you weren't yes. there. You were still in the fetus. Yeah, I was not around. <laughs> you were still a fetus. Okay, so... Um, Those were the Kennedy years. Yeah, the I didn't womb. come out much later, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I had this friend that lived on the 12th floor. I lived on the 10th floor. And when you would go up the stairs, it felt like you went up half a flight, another half a flight, and it's one flight. And you go up half okay. a flight, another half a flight, and that's two flights. You know, so I think that I was tripping so much of the painkillers because that's what they gave me for my broken feet. So right. I was tripping out painkillers. I had a couple beers. I was like feeling good. And my friend came into my room oh, and she's yeah. like, These guys are picking on me. I was like, Oh my God, what douches? I was like, I'll handle this. I took oh, one God. squeeze thing of chocolate syrup and one thing squeeze thing of oh. strawberry syrup. And I climbed up the stairs with my hands and knees. I went up half a flight, another half a flight. And I assumed I was up two flights of stairs. But I was on the 11th floor, not the 12th floor. So I sprayed this chocolate syrup all over the walls oh, and wrote no. things like, I wrote I wrote the word faggot. <laughs> I wrote a lot of, because I was like, they don't think that I did this. I wrote, bitch, pussy, so-and-so eats dick. All this stuff, oh, right? Oh my god! And um, the next morning, one of my friends at the at the dining hall was like, "I was like randomly attacked last night." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "Someone like drew all over my walls and said the word faggot." And he's not gay. He's not gay. He's not queer. Right. At all. But I was like. Wait, what? And I realized that I thought I went up two flights of stairs, but I only went up one flight of stairs. It's just two halves. Ugh. And so on my hands and knees. This poor guy. I attacked the wrong room. Oh my God. He's an innocent he's bystander. Probably, he saw the F word and he was like, how did he know? Who found the tapes? Yeah, maybe. 
Wow, dude. Whoops, Poor I didn't want to either. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's so awful. People are sick. <laughs> just like people are just sick. like Gizmo, you guys. Oh, no, I know, I know. It's so bad. Just like poor little Gizmo. And you know what Gizmo is, you guys? He's dead now. Oh, because of Simo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he died of a broken heart. We put the dog to sleep because the dog oh. had trouble sleeping for obvious reasons. <laughs> so, so not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 man. And he's never woken up since. So, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna end things uh, and fast forward into now moving here freshly to the Big Apple area in uh, around 2012, 2013. And I call this I call this Carlos and the Bad Nacho incident. And oh, uh, I'm already intrigued. <laughs> so I got really drunk one weekend uh, in 2013. This is like a, I think it was a Sunday night that for some reason I got hammered and I made these nachos with these friends that I'm not going to lie, were a masterpiece. They had yes. everything, like everything you like could imagine. Was in this, like, they had all this shredded cheese. I had jalapenos. I had bacon bits in it. I had nacho cheese. I had sour cream. I had guac, uh, guac. Half of those things would definitely give you diarrhea uh, since you. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. They would murder me, but, but like, what a way to go. Delicious. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The only problem is that I made them with ingredients that I drunkenly purchased at three in the mornings for my local Walgreens. So, needless to say, man, the next day, my stomach was all kinds of fucking jacked up. My body's beat up. I drank all night. I was up to like 5.30. So I just feel awful. But, you know, it's Monday. I go to work. I figure it's just a stomach thing. It'll go away. I get home and I just fucking go straight to sleep. And, you know, I figure day two, I'll feel better. Um, day two, I still feel a little weird. And now there's like some mild pressure in my stomach. But nothing too bad. You know what I mean? It just felt like, okay, maybe I just still feel a little weird from these nachos. They really kicked my ass. I was on the toilet the day before. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, let's see what happens uh, tomorrow. I still feel like I'll be okay. Uh, by day three, I'm wondering what the fuck is going on. Why do I still feel so weird? How powerful were these nachos? And you made them. Yeah. So it's yeah. your fault. So, yeah, exactly. So I'm, a, but I'm thinking I know what it is. So I'm thinking, however, if tomorrow I don't feel any better, I'm going to a doctor. Because it's been three days. Now, by day four, I'm sitting at work when I feel this, like, gurgling sound in, like, my belly area. And at that point, the weird feeling, like, went away. And I felt pretty good. And I figured, mm -hmm. okay, like, maybe I just had gas stuck in there from all these days. These nachos really fucked me up. I drank all weekend. It would make sense. Was the spice? Was it as a reflux? I was like, that's just, this has to be it. So then... I wake up to go to work day five and I'm literally running a full fever. I'm like oh, dripping God. sweat and I felt so fucking weak that I could barely make it to the bathroom. I call out of Ugh. work and of course 
they like sounded very skeptical because it's a Friday that I'm calling out of work and I'm an intern at the time. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, sure, buddy. You're sick. Wink, wink. Uh, we'll hold down the fort for you. Wink, wink. Meanwhile, I'm fucking sitting here dying. <laughs> and <clears throat> I go over to the bathroom to try to like, okay, I'm going to splash some water in my face. I'm going to try to feel better. Maybe I'll take a shower and I'll take a nap. And as I go to the bathroom and I'm standing in the sink, like just splashing water in my face, I look up to my mirror and then all of a sudden, like next thing I know, I am like face back, face like head facing up, but I'm like on my flat on my back on the ground and I'm looking up at my bathroom lights and I just completely collapsed. Somehow my head didn't hit the bathtub or anything that could have fucked me up. I landed like in just the way where I hit myself, but not terribly. But I don't know how long I was out. Definitely a, maybe like a few seconds to like a Long minute. enough to be scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wake up from it and I still feel at this point, I feel completely awful. Like I can barely like walk at this point. So I like kind of crawl over to <laughs> the other side of the apartment to my roommate's room at the time. And I like bang on his door. I'm like, dude, something's wrong. I like need some help to get to the clinic. I didn't have insurance at the time. I was an intern. So I like, I can't call an ambulance. You know what I mean? So like, I just need yeah. to make sure that I I've get to the before. clinic. That's expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 800, 900 bucks sometimes, maybe mm. even more. So, <clears throat> you know, we're walking over and it's one of these weird winters where for some reason it was like, like late March, but it was snowing. And so I'm fucking getting pelted with snow on the way there. And I get to this clinic and they immediately see me because they're like, you don't look good, buddy. Uh, So then they're like, start asking me questions. And I start telling them everything that's been happening. And they're like, dude, we think your appendix ruptured, but like, you can't take care of that here. Like, you got to call a fucking. I remember this. You got to go to an ER. And so. I'm like, okay, well, where's the hospital? They guide me over to the Hoboken hospital. They're like, we'll call an ambulance. Like, you got to get there now. It's like, no, no, no. I don't have insurance. I'll, I'll walk there. And so my buddy walks me over to there. And it turns out that I indeed had a ruptured appendix. That oh, gurgling so sound. Scary. People die from I that. Felt, yeah, that, that gurgling sound I felt on day four was the appendix rupturing. And so it felt better because the pressure in the appendix was relieved because it was like swelling for all those days, filling up with pus and shit. And then I felt good because the pressure was relieved. But then my body started filling up with all like the shit, the pus and the goo from that, which means I started going into top into a septic shock. Uh, so literally like half of the people that that, that happens to, they fucking die from it. So literally, like, I, I made it to the hospital at just the right time. They were like, another day and you would have been dead for sure. Because, you know, like, your body would have just been poisoned by itself. And so literally, they stuck this, like, tube in me uh, with this, like, sack that I had on me uh, for, like, 14 days I was in the hospital. And like they would like drain out the pus, and I must have filled like three or four like sacks like that, and they just kept sticking the thing in me, and it was like so weird to walk around with the sack. So it's like a colostomy bag almost, but for appendix. Almost, yeah, but just like, but like at this point the appendix are ruptured, so basically all like the stuff which is floating in my body, 
So basically, it was just like a little suction thing that just like half of it was blood, and then half of it was like literally yellow, greenish pus that was in there. And they're like, "We have to get this all out of you." And then they they were like, "Well, since it had all exploded so badly, we can't remove the appendix, but we think it's gonna heal okay. It's just gonna be a little baby appendix." They'll be like, fine. No way, take it away, take it out and of here. And they couldn't take it out at the time, but of course, so you still have it. Months later, months later, I got appendicitis again, and then they had to remove it. So okay, I'm okay. the only person I know to have appendicitis twice. The same sure year. Medical anomaly. Yep, the same year. You're Ugh. not even supposed to get it twice period when you get it once you get it out you know what i mean but no this play two on your lotto that's your lucky number two you mentioned earlier today number two that's true that's true but moral of the story is if you feel weird for more than like a day or two go to a fucking doctor don't wait till day five like i did like an idiot or therapy you could just feel weird because you are weird you need a professional to tell you that you know what I mean? Uh, that's true. Definitely. Uh, definitely been told that more than once. So, especially with my voices, you know, they get told that too for some reason. I don't know. People just don't get us. Uh, whatever. Fair. Whatever. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed our list of biggest fails. If you want to send us some of your biggest fails as well, we'll talk about some of the funnier ones. Share them. DM us on all social channels. That's after you follow us at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. And you can follow me as well at Carlos Does the World on Facebook, on Instagram, at TikTok, and at Carlos Does World on Twitter. And follow my YouTube page, tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World. And make sure you follow my good buddy Simo there at chris.more.comedy on Instagram and see more comedy on the Twitter machine. And last but not least, follow our epic YouTube page, Tiny.cc slash Fratchat Podcast. Get him away from me. Just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Watch our videos. So you can have a good time. New content is being added on the reg. And uh, it's getting quite some traction, actually. So keep keep watching, you guys. Uh, it's good stuff. And uh, that's I'm it, like, you guys. I'm kind of like tipsy right now from this yeah. show. I'm like feeling a little, little lit. Well, I motion to adjourn this meeting. And uh, second so Simo can get his butt sex on. <laughs> lots and lots of butt sex. And I can't uh, all right, yummy, you guys. Yummy, we'll be back next week. Don't ruin your mom's linens. See you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>